everybody, welcome back to episode 5 of Burn Down the Sandcast. It's your boy Miko, aka Alex, aka the original Yifmeister. We got some people. Yeah, there's people here. I'm also a person. Uh, my uh, name is... Are you? I am. My name is uh, Mike, aka at Rick Rolls Royce on Twitter. I'm gonna crack a beer. AKA the Miker333. My 445, but yes. <laughs> uh... And we also have, this week... Uh, hi, it's a Mark, a.k.a. the Game Bun on Twitters and everywhere else. And I will finally be a man tomorrow. And he'll also have really good audio this time, comparatively. I mean, we had that, we fixed that problem last week. Well, it's even more fixed this week. Even more fixed was, is good. Apparently, I, I double-checked the audio, it's about the same as it was last week, so, but... Well... It depends on how far I am, but it's good, it's good. Bars. Alright, whatever, look... We don't have to get into the details. Yeah, so Maggie, Maggie's taking a break this week. Asymptosis. Uh, so yeah, so uh, it's just three of us. That's cool. We're fine. Well, maybe we'll get through this in less than two hours. Who fucking knows? That's the play, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. So We're taking bets. Um, under over two hours. Let's not take bets, and instead let's, let's not take bets. Let's skip that segment and move immediately into the segment that gets us in through this podcast. All right, so before before we do that, just want to throw out one real quick just update about the podcast in general. Um, Still the number so, one podcast in the U.S., right? Yes, because we didn't get the last episode episode up until like twelve hours ago. <laughs> so, Jesus. Yeah, uh, turns out when we have five people, it's very very difficult to edit, and yeah, uh, it makes it. Mike's computer crash. So uh, we're my computer was okay. Audacity was not. We're maybe going to not do five people uh, going forward. It kind of doesn't work. Uh, but some other, something else is I I did like a real quick, you know, did some some market analysis. And I found out mm. that um, we're very popular among the, the Vorfury crowd. I don't know. Um, I can't imagine why that would be. Can fuck, you? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So we should probably adjust our news to suit our tastes. Oh, boy. Hold on, let me load up for Infinity, we'll figure this out. DD is buff, who did he eat to get that way? Oh. Kirby. <laughs> we'll save that for later. I mean, Kirby is basically a Vore video game, when you think that about it. That is very it. true. So, yeah, so, uh, I, that's perfect, because we're, we're gonna kick it into news, and the first article we have here is about the Nintendo Direct. Oh, and China, you're still slacking. Gotta say, with the podcast. Okay. You got like 11 billion people. Come on, where's the downloads at? Anyway. Where are the downloads They're at? all playing MOBAs. Can't stop them. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're all playing Switch MOBAs? Oh, no. <laughs> no yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> the funny thing you mentioned about that. Okay, let's actually start this thing. Yes. Okay, so uh, there was a Nintendo Direct on Wednesday. No, wait, 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 wait. What? I had. Well, how was your week? Oh, I didn't have a week. <laughs> you didn't have a week? <laughs> I just did homework all week. Oh. Yeah, like, school's in session, like, I kind of, I work full-time and I go to school full-time, it's kind of just... I haven't even now. done any editing for the LP I'm doing, I'm, that's busy, that's how messed up it's been. Yeah, so my yeah, week I was, just... I spent eight hours editing a, a podcast, and also, had a, <laughs> <laughs> and also had a dental emergency, so I had a great week. <laughs> oh, great. Well, that sounds fun. Oh, wait, yeah. actually, no, there, there's one good thing about my week. Okay. Uh... So, people who don't know, I've actually been dealing with a bunch of shit this, this whole year with my body. My legs have been hurting, arms have been aching, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I take painkillers every now and then to sort of ease it. Oh, Not yeah, fun. baby. But um, this whole past week, 
I haven't taken anything for it. My body's feeling pretty oh, okay. Oh, snaps. Good oh, shit. yeah. Healing. It's good. The healing power yeah. of a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> I I think it's the podcast that's doing the healing. Oh, okay. I felt like Reggie looking at me from the stars and giving me a thumbs up. You think we can get the uh, FDA to say that our podcast will heal you if you listen to it? <laughs> I mean, if you can fix my foot, I will give you a lot of money. But until that time, until that time comes, I feel like there was an opportunity for a "My Body Is Reggie" joke here that we kind of missed. Um, so. Well, not did you mention it? But how's yeah. wait? We're we're gonna cut this part. Game Bun, how's your body in pre- preparation for this next piece of news? <laughs> my body is ready. Uh, no. You, you, just, you just fucked it up. That was our I one fu- shot. <laughs> <laughs> now this all has to stay in. <laughs> yep, the whole thing. You weren't you were going to cut any of it. Don't fucking lie to me. I would have cut that. If yeah, were. you would have done nothing. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, it's a good thing I poured the shot because it's going to be a long night. Oh, boy. Hopefully not. Under two hours long. Come on. Sponsored by Mario Nips. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so there was a Direct. Yeah, Nintendo Direct. Let's talk about it. 45 minutes of stuff. Uh, at the very end, which uh, we're kind of going in opposite order here, but at the very end of the Nintendo Direct, they showed something that people have been waiting to see for probably, what, 30 years or so? Which yes. are Mario's nipples. <laughs> 32 years. Yeah. Thoughts? So I am. So he either waxes or that can't be real. Oh, he waxes for sure. He's Italian. Yeah, he's Italian. <laughs> he's got to have chest hair. I right. have chest hair and I'm not even Italian. But Italians also wax. That's true. Um, that's true. Okay, but like, where's his gold chain, though? Is the question. I figure he'd be like, actually, no. Please, he's at the beach. You don't. You don't exactly. wear a gold chain to the beach. No, 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 no. Mm, you haven't been to Seaside Heights. No, that's when you're in the boardwalk. That's different. When you're on the beach, the gold chain has to go away. You don't want that to get wet. Mm-hmm. I guess that's fair. Mario thinks Mario takes care of his body very well. This is what we know. Yeah, he's he's pretty fit, I would say, judging by the picture. For a fat guy, well, mildly fat. Well, is I he? Mean, though? He does eat lots of spaghetti. Compared to Luigi, he's just like. Well, Louis, I think Luigi's an abnormally skinny, though. I don't think he's, like, regular. I think Mario is regular and Luigi is skinny. That's true. I mean, if we're going to compare fatness, just look at Wario. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we got Wario in this timeline. Can we not body shame the Mario universe, please? I don't Thank think you. it's body shaming. I'm just saying Wario's fat. He's okay with being fat. I mean, he has buff arms. Yeah, he's buff, too. He's, like, buff fat. Yeah, it's, like, it's the best kind of buff fat. You know those... You know those, like, dads and or uh, really big beard and mustache aficionados who you see... Like Lumberjack. Yeah, where they got, like, the belly, the pot belly, but they're also, like, jacked? That's Wario. (laughs) My other question is, now that we've seen Mario's nipples, does Bowser have nipples? Uh, We've always seen his chest, though. Yeah, Bowser Bowser does not have nipples, right? But neither does DDD. Ah, uh, true. A- another shirtless <laughs> character that we wouldn't expect. You know, Nintendo's been doing good with the shirtless characters lately, considering uh, also Link from Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, DDD has no nips, and Mario... So, do you think that's, like, because he's a penguin? So just fur? I mean, maybe. Penguins don't have nips, right? As far as I know. I... 
I'm not a scientist. I couldn't tell okay, you. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. I actually have to find this out right now for my own. <laughs> oh god. Do All right, Wikipedia. What you got? Penguins have. Oh, oh. I just got. Do penguins have knees? Was an immediate result. <laughs> I mean, do they? Uh, penguins urinate through their nipples. Five hundred and four things you never knew. <laughs> Boy. Oh, I don't like this. This is okay. making me very upset. I can't not wait for the DDD fanner of this fact. Yeah, King DD nipping while eating. This is some <laughs> WordPress thing. Alright. Do penguins okay. have nipples, like, legit? <laughs> is the question on Yahoo Answers. And... Like, okay, no, I don't want to be... I don't want to be muscling into my Bim Bam's turf. Well, do we... <laughs> Yahoo Answers is off limits. I'm declaring it. Okay, but the result... The answer is no. Birds lay eggs and feed their young regurgitated food, birds don't drink their milk because they are not mammals. Only mammals feed their young milk. Huh. Okay. So, I guess that answers why DDD doesn't have nipples. Did a lot of fan art I've seen. It's very, very weird now. Mm. Do you guys remember a couple years ago when Sears started selling Vor art of King DDD on all of their merchandise? It wasn't Vor art, it was just... It was a no, it was. It was? It was. No? King DD <laughs> drooling while eating? So what happened? Yeah, you know what he was eating, right? It was a wild day. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I remember the fucking I never burnt, I never understood why it was called that till just now. Yeah. So this is a, that's a, that's a thing that you can go research if that's before your time. <laughs> I'm glad I don't remember that. <laughs> oh man, it was wild. So what happened is that a Chin I guess it was a I guess a guy from China was selling these plates and stuff on the Sears site. It's like a like a, sort of like an Amazon kind of thing, and people noticed it, and they were like, "Okay, I'm gonna buy this shit," and he actually made it and sold it. So people have DDD fucking eating something on a plate. Yeah, a waddle d. Gross. Also, also his dick was out. Is the other thing? Oh, <laughs> that's why I assumed he was just fucking, but I didn't realize it was just straight up for. That's an important detail that you failed to mention. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like a little dick in there. It was uh, very sexual in nature. Like what? What did you? What did you call the image? I'll probably just show up on Google if you just type it in. If you type in "King DDD drooling while eating," you will find out everything you need to know about this oh, horrible God. situation that occurred in like 2012 or whatever. All right, let's is okay. We've pandered to our Vor fan base now. Let's escape. Yes. Yeah, so that's look. The market research doesn't lie. Right. I don't know what to tell you. But we did it. We pandered. So now, yup, yup. Before we get too deep down, so that's this the worst hole. thing I saw on the internet in 2012. <laughs> What actually happened during this Nintendo Direct, aside from these silly things? Uh, so they announced uh, Doom and Wolfenstein 2 are mm -hmm. going to be on the Nintendo Switch. I wonder what Wolfenstein 2 is going to look like on the Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. So, I guess to bring this back up, so Doom, like, I was so worried about Doom because Doom on PC is like 90 gigabytes. Uh, yes, that is, that is a concern. And most of it is just from the multiplayer, so they actually come out and, and talked about this, that the single player will just be on the card if you're buying a physical, and if you want to play the multiplayer, that'll be a separate download on the eShop. Mm, and I, I was going to say, I'd also like mm. to mention, right, that theoretically there is multiplayer on a Nintendo console in an FPS, which sounds nightmarish to me. I mean, Doom was like pretty bare, 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 bare you know, bare. 
Sure. Yeah, I mean, like it's I don't. Basic. People but it's still people like... love the single player in Doom. People did not really go for the multiplayer. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, really multiplayer about it. was fine for when I played it. Just that there were better options on PC. But right. this on the Switch, you have no options. This is only your best bet. Mm, I guess. I don't, if I want to play a multiplayer game on the Switch, I'll just play fucking Mario Kart Deluxe, Splatoon. or I'll play Splatoon. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you want a shooter on your Switch, then I'll play Splatoon, motherfucker. <laughs> a shooter where you actually have to kill dudes and not just make the floor. Yeah, I kill dudes. Have you seen me play Splatoon? I murk people. <laughs> I know you do, but we still lose. Anyway, my point is, I, this just, like, I get it, like, I get why you would just be like, hey, the Switch is a popular console, put my game on it, but also, like, I don't know, these games are, part of their appeal, right, is the graphical fidelity and how nice they look and whatever. I'm wondering what Maybe. it's going to be like on a handheld Switch console. We'll see, I guess. I mean... We'll see. I mean, one thing I'll give, like, it tech is actually good for scaling. So I imagine they're mm. probably doing, like, a, so it helps the fact that they picked these two games of, like, oh, I don't know, Fallout 4. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm surprised they picked Wolfenstein 2. I just thought that would be the first one. All right. Is there anything else anyone remembers from this press conference that was important? Because I'm trying to... There's some kind of some kind of Fire Emblem thing, but uh, I don't... Fire Emblem Warriors. It was just more announcement stuff for that. Like eight to ten, it was eight to ten minutes of Xenoblade, and then like, yeah. oh right, uh, Xenoblade still has British voice actors. Yeah, the Xenoblade thing went way way too yeah. long. That oh was my like God. fifteen minutes. The, the uh, no, because they started doing like the tutorial for the video game in it. Mm -hmm. Like it was his own direct and indirect. That was the most weird thing. They basically explained how the combat worked in it, and they also showed some cutscenes, and they had they had the uh, dad. Dragon House. Dot XXX. Dad Dragon House talking. DadDragon.com. About the main character. Anyway, it was, I don't know, it didn't look terrible to me, but like. We'll, we'll see. Like, yeah. So, we, the fact that it's going to come out this year is what shocked me the most. Oh, uh, yeah, that is that is weird. That was surprising for sure. Oh, they showed a little more of the indie games. Uh, they, they had like yeah. a little, they talked a little more about that um, Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where you shoot people and steal their booty. They didn't really tell us anything that we didn't already see at the uh, dev, the indie stuff, but, you know, they just yeah. mentioned it. Um, and, God, there was something else. I can't remember what it was, though. Um, because it was a lot for, like, 45 minutes to consume. Like, I'm happy mm. they, did, they also stick back, they went back to the headlines format for most of it. Right. So, like, announcement after announcement after announcement. They announced some Mebos. Oh, Kirby. Kirby. Oh, we, mm, that's how no. we got buff DDD. Let's no, no, no. The, uh, the Switch Kirby. Yeah, 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 but that wasn't... You're talking about the Battle Royale thing, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about the other Kirby for the Switch. That's not Battle what? Royale. There's two separate Kirbys. There's Battle Royale on the on 3DS, and then there's the Switch for, the Switch game. Oh, the one that had, like, the co-op powers and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was... I When I saw that, I actually got excited about the uh, combining powers thing, because that reminded me 100% of uh, Crystal Stars. It's the only game that really does it. Yep, and that's like was always one of my favorite things in Kirby. I thought that was super cool when they did that. So, but hey, what's the important thing? Yo-Yo's back. Yo-Yo's back. And this time, it's personal. No, it's not. Yo-Yo's are never personal. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Yo-Yo's are uh, public use objects. <laughs> I can dream. God, I I swear there was one other thing that I was thinking of, but uh. It's not coming to me, so... Well, you didn't add it to the document, yeah, so I, I can't help that. you. 
We'll just say just watch it direct because it's it's. I mean, you can skip some of the big segments like the Xenoblade one, but I mean, anybody who cares about Nintendo has probably already watched the direct, so I'm not worried about it. Project Dad Path, uh, which is a game in which you play as a dad. I forget his name. Octodad. Octodad. Octodad, and you challenge everybody to fight with you for your children's honor. Because you're a dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a... What was the weird uh, buzz li- buzzword they used for it? HD2D? Was that it? 2D HD? Yeah, 2D so HD. It's kind of like, imagine Final Fantasy VI, but might... Like a... What's the word for it? Imagine you took mushrooms and then started playing Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> With pulsing backgrounds <laughs> and crazy colors everywhere. Uh, I mean, you know what it is, right? It's when they did Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and had like they adjusted the angle down to make it look more three D. Yeah, but also like there's you know more effects and you know there's like three D effects in battle. Obviously, though, it's yeah. a lot nicer than a fucking DS game. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. But yeah, Project Dad Path. Uh, I don't know that looks. I actually, to be real with you, when I heard that it was from the team who made Bravely Default, and I'm assuming also Bravely Second. I was pretty disappointed about two things. One, that it's Switch exclusive. That made me pissed, because I don't have a Switch yet, and yeah. that means I can't play this game. And two, uh, the fact that it was not 3D. That actually was upsetting to me, because I liked the 3D art style of Bravely Default and Bravely Second a lot. I thought the art style in those games was excellent. So the fact that they kind of switched it up here, I don't hate the new art style, but I wish that it was still the Bravely Default art style. I understand why they didn't mm. do that, because you want something new, right? But yeah, mm, that was a little disappointing to me. But it, I, it still looks very interesting, and I think the uh, narrative they're pushing about, um, you know, oh, each character mm-hmm. has their own unique ability that they use outside of combat to, like, interact with the world, I think that's a really cool idea for a JRPG. Mm. It's, it makes it way more interesting than just... Talk to NPCs until they tell you where to go, or you get a side quest, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the combat, really quickly, briefly, I just want to say, they mentioned a boost system, which is almost identical to the Bravely default system of, like, you cash turns in or save them up, and then cash them all in at once. It's, like, basically the same concept as when you play those games, so definitely made by those people. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I was watching Vinny play this the other night, and seemed like he was... The boost system is interesting. Oh, right, there's a demo out, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, I forgot. There's, yeah, I, I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. So I say, yeah, if you want to try I guess one of you fuckers needs to download it on your Switch just to bring it to my I don't uh, have a AGDQ. Well, I have, a, I have a Switch, but also I'm not interested in JRPGs the way I, mean, I used just to be, download so... it for him, let him play it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, maybe... I'm sure Dryzen, Dryzen has a Switch, he'll fucking bring it to I mean, one of you guys will probably have it on your Switches anyway. Hey, if you think the boost system looks cool, Game One, you mm-hmm. should fucking play Bravely Default, because that shit is super dope. That's the, probably mm-hmm. my favorite RPG of any kind that I've played in years that's turn-based, so... The thing is that I'm so afraid to commit to an RPG nowadays because I'm so busy. Bravely Default 1 is pretty short. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I'm getting some 3DS usage thanks to a certain game we'll talk about later. You can get Bravely Default real cheap now, so you should definitely think about it. Yeah, that's true. I've been seeing it pop up a lot on sale. We'll see. Because, like, fucking uh, Xenoblade. I I beat Xenoblade 1. 
couple years ago. Then you have time for Bravely Default, trust me. Well, this was years ago. <laughs> this is before I started school. Yeah, well. I don't think I had that much time anymore. Speaking of killer apps. Yeah, uh, so, uh, <laughs> now that we're done with talking about Nintendo, uh, let's talk about uh, two ex-Google employees who have invented what they are calling the Bodega Killer, which is my new novel out this fall, co-written by Stephen King. <laughs> Pick up a pack of murder along with your camel lights. A six-pack of murder. So, what they have done here is invented the vending machine. <laughs> right. They've reinvented the vending machine, and they've put a uh, cat on it to appropriate bodega culture. Are we talking about, like, a, a fake cat, or just a cat? Like, a, sti- a sticker, like, their logo is a cat, yeah. basically, mm. with the word bodega on it. Okay. And then, so when, I- wait, before we get into this, I just want to say, when asked, do you think that you kind of are uh, appropriating culture of immigrants by naming it bodega and putting a cat as your icon they said well we pulled a bunch of latino people and they basically said no so i think we're good <laughs> yeah because yeah as you know only latino only latino people yep. own bodegas nobody else that's yeah great uh this is uh, a bad idea and i hope it goes the way of juicero the five thousand dollar juicer where you could just squeeze the juice out of the packets with your hand so also as a preface let me just say what this actually is in case you really think it's anything more than a vending machine because it's not it's imagine there is a glass case which already this is terrible because someone is going to break this with a baseball bat and take everything (laughs) oh yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) but imagine there's a glass case uh on the corner and you walk up to it and you have an app on your phone of course it's an app also and uh you open up the glass case via the app, take out what you want, and there's a camera that sees you, which already this is a bad idea, because couldn't you? there's so many ways you could just, like, sleight of hand, take extra stuff, but... Or put spray paint on yeah, the camera well, lens. Exactly. <laughs> Theoretically, the camera sees you taking stuff out, and you it then knows how much to charge you, and it charges you via the app, and then you cl- you close it. Which also, can you just leave it... I mean, there's so many ways... (laughs) This is a bad idea and concept, even without the fact that bodegas are great, and why would you want to get rid of them? Yeah, like, no, fuck that. Yeah, every part about this is bad. And, of course, because of that, they got dragged to hell and back on Twitter because of this. Everyone dragged them. All people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And especially New Yorkers were like, bro, why are you... Like... You're 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 creating a solution to a problem that already got solved by a better solution. <laughs> the, our solution gives people jobs, and also you get to talk about like basketball with them, and like you can buy one condom and cottage cheese in the same place. You're not going to be able to do that with this. I find this is just trying to solve the problem, the anti-social problem, right? Not having to speak to someone, which is like why. Hey, you know what solves that problem? Amazon.com? That too, but I was going to say Postmates or services like that do the exact same thing where you just go, hey, go to CVS and buy me condoms and a package of cottage cheese, and they do it for you. But, like, you don't don't need this. So, okay, so I I worked at CVS for eight years. Nobody who works there cares about anything you're buying. That too. You're not even paying attention. Yeah, like, just don't, just go buy your condoms and nobody cares. Stop fucking, stop. I was going to say, you know what bodega owners have seen in their time? Trust me, they've seen something worse than anything that you're going to buy at a bodega and leave. If you don't cause a scene, you're already, like, in the top 10% of their customers at that point. Yeah, pretty much. So. <laughs> also, those poor cats. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I feel like I'm a shithead for not realizing this. 
Hawkeye's not living in a place that doesn't really have any bodegas around here. Like, not many. Because I, I follow the bodegas to uh, cast Twitter. Sure. Yeah. And, I, and like, for the longest time, I kept wondering what the fuck is a bodega. It's, it's a corner store, basically. I know what it is now, but, like, at the time, like, I kept figuring, like, what is bodega? Like, what is exactly? Because I just kept seeing pictures of cats with it. Like, I would go as far as to say it's a corner store slash deli. Because it's not just a corner store. Like, they usually have food. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was reading this up this week on the news because I always, like, read the news in the morning at work. Mm. And I just kind of, and then, like, I finally, like, oh, put two-two together. Like, oh, okay. Well, I feel stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, like, where you live, right, you're, I mean, I'm not going to say you're suburban, but I think you're more suburban than we are. Bodegas are very Maybe. much uh, inner city You live thing. in Hoboken. I don't know. Like, I live, I live next, I live next to Dallas, which probably has just a fair share of them. But, like, I just, like, around here, it's just, like, the usual, like, like Seven Elevens and stuff like that. Not, not like a real bodega or corner right. store. Yeah, like I've so. got quick checks all over the place, but I don't have any real bodegas unless I go up to school in Newark. Like, I mean, unless you count, there's a couple. There's a store up the street that might count as one. It's a deadly grocery, not grocery store. It's a small little deadly meat store. To be a bodega, you need to be locally owned. That is an important factor. You are not a chain. A Seven Eleven doesn't count as a bodega. It's a bodega yeah, when it's owned right. by mm-hmm. some people who work there. It's owned, employee owned, and yeah, like if the owner is the guy standing behind the counter, or like he's there mm-hmm. most of the time at least, the, then that's probably a bodega. And then, yeah, then one thing that's probably not a bodega because because <gasps> I've seen the chain. It's a chain that I've seen kind of pop up around a couple times around here. So mm-hmm. and keep in mind this: it's bodega is also. Like, if you want to get into it, I'm not saying we should, but bodega is a word that is appropriated from uh, Latin American heritage, right? It's mm-hmm. Spanish, yeah. I think. I think it's, like... Uh, I think so. Yeah, but, um... And it basically means, like, a little store or whatever, so mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not... So much, so much of nerds taking the word... Oh, go ahead. The word isn't that important, like, itself, like, it, because it's the word the doesn't really importance. describe... Yeah. The importance of the word to the people. Right. It, it, it's it's about the culture of... it. Uh, if you ever want to see a bodega, go to New York and, uh, like, walk two blocks and you will see one, basically. Forget about the cat. Yeah, and there's cats. Sometimes there really are bodega cats. There was a bodega I used to go to right near my school uh, on the Upper West Side when I went to high school that we used to go and get egg sandwiches, like, every morning before school that literally had a, bode- a cat in the bodega all the time. And it was not a problem. Mm-hmm. Cats. You can't lock a cat in a vending machine. I guess is what I'll say. I mean, I mean, you can, but that'd be horrible. Speaking of pussy. Oh no! (laughs) All right. Well, uh, in what is maybe the worst uh, transition into a news story that has ever been performed on the podcast, uh, Ted Cruz likes pornography on Twitter.com. Wait, let's start by saying this is not a surprise. No. Well, I mean, he faved it, so. No, I mean that Ted Cruz likes pornography. Yeah, no, no, no. He's definitely he's a freak. Look What's, at his face. <laughs> yeah, like you, you know, he's a freak. Look, the but, Zodiac killer liking pornography. You telling me that's a surprise? I don't think so. <laughs> Are we still doing that? Is that uh, still a thing uh, that's going on? Is it not? <laughs> I, was, I thought that meme was long dead. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh... My favorite Twitter feature, which I think I've literally complained about on this podcast before. Yes, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, being a furry, I see a lot of furry porn on my timeline, and I, I had a habit of favoriting it on occasion, and, uh, then Twitter implemented a feature where it puts, it puts that on the people following me's timelines, mm-hmm. and that's bad, and it makes me and feel bad. And then I bad. see it, and I'm like, oh <laughs> man, that is one 
bar up so, air right there. Boy. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm glad I have a thing that has a separate. Yeah, like, well. Yeah. Uh, well, the good move is you make a private account that is, isn't associated and verified, I'd like to point out. And then that's the one you <laughs> that's the one you like your porn on if you really want to, or you go the way of Ted Cruz and I he says it was his what assistant or something but let's be real the if you if you go and look at it and you can find it online anywhere which by the way the actress from that scene responded and was like why is my Twitter blowing up I'm in a hurricane right now because she's in Florida <laughs> anyway oh, no. anyway uh, she looks like almost exactly like his wife. So, either his assistant really wants to fuck his wife, or Ted Cruz liked porn of some lady who looks like his wife. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was mad funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, don't, don't fave porn on your Twitter if it's public. Just, um, just throwing that out there. It's the, this is a feature that Twitter introduced that is very bad. Don't, don't participate in this situation at all. I mean, if you don't give a sh- I mean, if you give it, you don't give a shit, just do it anyway. Right. Or if you don't care, just I mean, do it. own up to it, because own up to it. Just say, yeah, I favored it, fuck yeah. you. But yeah, be real about it. Actually, imagine how dope it, like, I don't like, like, there's nothing that can make me like Ted Cruz, but let's be clear. If he had just said, instead of denying it, if, imagine if he had just went, oh yeah, that shit was amazing. I love that scene. Hit me up, actress. <laughs> like that would have been pretty cool. Like <laughs> well, he he wouldn't get up one point on my do I hate Ted Cruz meter. I I would have liked him as a person slightly more, even though I would still hate him politically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people who are piece of shit. Speaking of people who I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Speaking of people who are racist as hell. Oh yeah, true. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you want to take this, Miko, or <laughs> uh, let me do this shot real quick because uh, oh man. Well, you don't have to actually say the word. I think you're okay. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say it. That's probably so. Um, Maybe he should have thought of that. Chug it. Chug the beer. <laughs> because that this uh, this podcast is like let's play adjacent. You may have heard of PewDiePie. The very bad, no good man who screams the word rape nonstop, but he also screams other words, <laughs> up to including ra- and including racial slurs, and he did that, and it was not good. In this case, he screamed the <laughs> N word on stream, and it was very hard R, and it was uh, very directed. It was not just like, you know, I mean, not that there's any excuse for saying this at all. But let's be clear, he did it in probably one of the worst contexts possible outside of literally just calling a black person this, right? Yeah, and then I don't know if you heard about this part, but he apologized, and then two days later, very nearly did it again. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Are you serious? Yeah, I just caught so, this deal, you know, like, this morning. You know the two letters in the middle of the word that are, like, the same letter in a row? He replaced them with B's. Oh. Like, What? Like oh. the letter, the letter, the ends. In no, the I get it. I no, I understand keys. what you and meant. I just mean like out loud with his mouth. Like what possessed him to do that? He's already getting um his his racism probably is oh my, my guess. Oh my gosh! Wow. All right. Well, you know that. All right. When I first heard about this news, I I read a lot of the res- the responses to it, and I think there was a very good response from the gaming community, but there's also a really bad response, right? Which is from a lot of people who are like, oh, but he didn't, it's not like he said it to a black person, and oh, blah, 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 and they, all these excuses, and free speech, and what a... 
the usual crowds. Let's be real. This is a big problem in online gaming, and the problem is young people who get influenced easily are taught when they play online games. This is my experience, because I used to be the kind of person when I was younger, when I was like 14, who totally would have defended him for this and probably would have used that word in an online gaming. And so mm -hmm. I, that's why I want to mention this, because I... But I have totally evolved since then, right? You learn, theoretically, through your life and social situations and talking to actual people of color and whatever, that it's not cool to do that, right? It's it's shitty. It's the the most shitty. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, and the thing about online gaming, right, is you that's not what you learn from experience, right? When you online game, there's a lot of there's a lot of this and it's not condemned often, especially in game, right? Right. Like you're you're playing Halo, somebody shouts the word at someone else. And the response isn't like, yo, dude, don't say that word. Like, nobody speaks up and says, yo, dude, don't say that word. It's just become a part of the vernacular that people accept, right? So, mm -hmm. it's so hard to, like, you can't put the onus on anyone. In or, or rather, you can't put the onus, especially on people of color, to just speak out about this. Because, of course, they will. And, of course, they'll say it's terrible. They do constantly, like, yeah. it's not the issue. But what like... you need is people who are part of the online gaming community who aren't necessarily people of color to also just speak out against this. Like, yo, if your friend does this, like, and it doesn't just have to be the N-word, right? Like, anything, like, right? If they're saying, like, if they're calling somebody the F-word, or, like, I don't want to... Yeah, don't do that, because that's why I ended up canceling my Xbox Live subscription <laughs> there you go. a long time ago. I'm gonna be real with you. Or somebody, like... You know, is calling people cunts over and over again. Like, I, like I get it. Like that is one of those insults that's maybe more you, people might consider more borderline or whatever. But just in general, right? Like, or especially like even just something as simple as gay, right? Like that seems like inoffensive at first, right? Yeah. So like, just here's what you do: just adopt the word "shithead" as your go-to insult, and that's not like. That's not, like, particularly offensive to a minority. There's a world of insults out there, and you don't have to target them at groups of people who are already being targeted in their daily lives for just existing, right? So, yeah, like, I'm th I get I get enough just, I, I'm just exhausted yeah, all exactly. the time for everything I see on the internet. Please don't do anything, anything worse than what's already there. Uh, so, I, I, I get it in the sense of... He's a part of this community, and he probably has been taught his entire life to do this, and so he nobody's told him it's bad, and he's surrounded himself with people who agree with that, that it isn't bad. But the problem is that he's also a huge voice in this community now. Yeah, so, like, if you're, big, yeah. if you're just some, like, idiot high school kid, and you say the N-word on Xbox Live, that's not, that, like, that's still bad. Don't get me wrong. That's a bad thing you shouldn't do. But you're stupid and young and impressionable, and you can learn. And become yeah, different. but if you're a maybe a YouTube superstar with millions of subscribers, it's maybe a little more impactful. You, when you should do that. know better. And furthermore, not only should he know better, but the, but now hearing that he did it again, which I didn't hear before, tells me that yeah, really yeah. this is not just a scenario of him not knowing better and trying to and being like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize this was such a bad thing, and I'm gonna improve and whatever. He's mm -hmm. just a shitty person. Yes, <laughs> and because of his actions, a lot of people are being punished for it. And because of his actions, a lot of people who are young and impressionable are going to continue doing this stuff and not recognize that it's bad. So, mm -hmm. 
the whole community really needs to speak out against him. Campo Santos, the guys who made Firewatch, uh, are filing, I guess, are planning to at least file a DMCA. Yeah, so I I saw an update on this today, and mm. uh, YouTube approved their copyright strike. Oh, so yes. PewDiePie got a copyright strike for Firewatch because of this. That is 100%. Like, don't get me wrong, like, there's a lot of argument over fair use, and it's not all cut, cut and dry, right? But that is the kind of response that I think is warranted in a situation like this. You need to show people that it's not okay to do this, especially mm. people who are such big voices in the community. So, you know, at, at least the response has been significant, but I hope that you and yours, yo, can step up as well when you're playing online. Yeah, also, I want to I wanna point out, the game that he did this in was Firewatch, and people keep saying it's a heated gaming moment. There's no lose condition uh, in Firewatch. Uh, 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 you uh, just uh, go through the story. The game he did it in was PUBG, to be fair. Oh, was it? It was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was... Okay, no. never mind. No, because he was making Firewatch videos at the time, so... He just made Firewatch videos, but basically they were like, uh, we don't okay. want you making money off of our property when you are this person. That was their... Got it. Right. But he was playing... So now, yeah. with the copyright stuff, like I feel like that might muddy the waters a little bit yes, with the Let's Play monetization stuff, but like I, I guess we'll see where that goes. All right. Speaking of people who are defending free PewDiePie's free speech to say the N-word, where were they? Where have they been when Jamel Hill, an ESPN reporter, uh, called Donald Trump a white supremacist on Twitter? And I'd also like to point out before we get too far into this, that before she called him a white supremacist, she had a whole tirade and made clear-cut examples of why he is a white supremacist. She didn't just say it. Right. I mean, even if she did just say it, she's not wrong. She, she'd let's be, be right. Let's be clear. She's right. But I'm saying she even made her case, right? It's not like she just like is accusing someone of something without any evidence. She even made her case for this. So mm -hmm. now Donald Trump is calling for her to be fired from ESPN. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, so, okay, I think that might be grounds for impeachment because then that is, uh, that is then... Uh, violation of freedom of the press yo can i ask you a question when was the last time that you can think of and i mean don't get me wrong we haven't been alive for that many presidents but is there a president i've been alive longer i've been along longer than you true but... but is there a president that you can think of at all ever who i mean probably there is but i i can't i i have trouble thinking of one i'm not great at history class who just actively called for silencing of the press and firing people in... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can, actually. And it was before I was born, but it was Richard fucking Nixon. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, it's Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I can maybe think of. And I, I don't I don't know enough. I actually read some really interesting stuff about Watergate recently in light of all this Donald Trump stuff, but I, I don't know enough about that to know, have a great example of him doing that. But boy... Yeah, like U.S. history too was probably my favorite class in high school. So, yo, pushing the power of the White House onto a private organization to get somebody fired—Are you joking? That's crazy. Mm. It's literally crazy, and I'm surprised at a lot of things that happen. I'm just so tired. Please, please stop. <laughs> and uh, the worst part is ESPN is not backing her at all. They're doing the exact opposite. Now, I won't say they fired her because they haven't. Yet, as of right now, I don't. They, as far as I know, they haven't fired her yet. So there's actually there's a good story to this part. Mm. So they they did try to like get her off the show for like a minute, 
They mm. put someone else on the show, but her coworkers didn't want to do that. Yeah. And they refused to start the show without her. So people inside, there are people inside that are supporting her. Oh yeah. Even ESPN, just, even ESPN themselves are doing nothing. And let's be clear, there's this big like argument I think recently. Also, she said it on her show, on the show, not so much Twitter. Right. Um, That's the big. There's this big argument recently of trying to like make things apolitical, right? Of like, oh, you can't. No, don't. Why? Why do you have to be political? Why can't you just like? Because fucking life is political for a lot of these people, right? Jamel Hill is an African American woman, right? Her life is fucking political right now, okay? Especially because of who the president is and the way his policies have gone and the things that he's doing. So you can't. Yeah. You can't just be apolitical. That's not something you can do, right? Like, wh- like we talk about gaming on this podcast, but we also talk about politics because that's part of our fucking lives, right? So yeah, so like there is so the, so you guys might not realize this, but um September eleventh, two thousand one was my first week of high school. <laughs> that is when I became when I became politically aware. That is why I am like such a crazy leftist. <laughs> I was in fifth grade when that happened. So body. Yeah, and then so like <laughs> when you watch you watch Islamophobia like develop from nothing, it just kind of becomes like, oh, that's fucked up. I need to do everything in my power now that I'm 30 to fight against this because it's still happening. What the fuck? Why is it still happening? Well, we know why it's still happening. It's because of people. I know why it's still happening, but it's bad. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, suffice to say, speak up, support, shout at ESPN, yo, because they should be supporting her and backing what she, yo, if you can't say, and it's not like she, here's the thing. She didn't say this on an ESPN show. She didn't step in front of the camera and say, yo, Donald Trump is a white supremacist. Uh, fuck our government. Uh, kill cops for 2911. You know what I mean? I'll she, fucking say that. Fuck you. I agree, but she didn't do that. She just said it on her personal Twitter. The fact that this is even an argument and she's e- even in trouble for this is crazy because she's just saying true political things on her own Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, it's not like she went on Ted Cruz's Twitter account and started faving porn of his <laughs> wife, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't have a transition, but Game One, you want to take this next one on a lighter note? Get Maybe get out of this politics just for a little bit? Okay. Hey, uh, new iPhone was announced early this week. And I hope you have a grand to spin, because, oof. Yeah, so I've been, I'm an Android boy. I uh, I like to buy uh, used Androids that are two generations behind so that I can get them for $100. Hey, can you give me the actual price? I'd love to hear it again. $999.99. Or if you're in Canadian, and sucks you're in Canada, because I think it's like $1,500 Canadian dollars. I thought it was 1005 or something. Wasn't it like $1,105? There might be there might be some sales tax kind of situation going on. I don't mm. know. The Canadian dollar is shit. Anyway, it's way too expensive. So there's two, right? There's iPhone eight. Can you can anyone really explain the differences to me? Because I didn't watch this press conference, so I don't know. I also didn't watch this press conference. So there, I was following Twitter when all this happened. I I saw the iPhone eight pop up and I mentioned, but I was I was I wasn't following the details. I just I just remember when the iPhone X popped up. Yeah. Then I was following everything, because all of that just seems ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No kidding. So aside from the price, they also removed the home button. Which is the only fucking button on an iPhone, and I use that button in my daily use of my iPhone. So why? Why are you... 
They're just getting rid of everything that I use, like headphone jacks and buttons. Why would I want this? What's the replacement? Uh, face tech. <laughs> so, to unlock, so the feature they are trying to push is this face tech where it will scan your face to unlock your phone. Okay, I can tell you several reasons why that is a bad idea. Boy, I sure do love the NSA. <laughs> so, so they're trying to shot this feature, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Just straight up. Oh well, thank God. That's that's that that squashes all my worries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get into the if you can't get into your phone, how can a police officer? <laughs> so that's kind of what I know actually. Cause I I really didn't want to follow this iPhone stuff because again I use Android. So why the fuck does it matter to me? It can also see your face in the dark. Pro tip, theoretically. Yeah, there's like an edgeless screen, I guess, maybe. I think that's iPhone X and not the 8. So that's actually why I stopped buying Samsungs, is because I think the fucking, the no bezel thing looks horrible, and I hate it. Well, but also it's just a nightmare, because it's like, yo, did you want the CIA to have your face? Because we already know Apple gives them shit to them all the time, so now the CIA can have your face, too. As if that wasn't bad enough, right? Like, <sighs> So even if it's not the NSA or the police, like, what if your shithead brother just, like, picks up your phone in the middle of the night and scans your face while you're asleep? Right! And now, now, so the argument that people have against this is you need to be, quote-unquote, alert, I guess, and looking at the phone, or else it won't work. Well, how the fuck is your phone gonna know that? Dude, I don't know, but apparently you need to be eyes open, looking at it, whatever. So, that's the argument people have against it. But... Regardless, yeah, there's so many scenarios, like, you get arrested, cop points it at your face before you have a chance to think, and boom, your phone's unlocked, right? And then and then he deletes that video you took of him shooting a black or, person. Or shooting you in the gut, and yeah. you lose, yeah. But this, there, there's just a lot of scenarios in which this is crazy. I get that there's some convenience factor to this, I guess, but but it's a can't you just have the button? The button isn't bad. I never had a problem. Everybody... There was a bunch of people, when I, when I first started talking about this on Discord, who were saying, oh, the button, like, oh, my button, the button breaks for everybody, and oh, it breaks all the time. Fuck I never that, had a problem man. with it. Yeah. I yeah. never had a problem. So, this isn't really so much related to the iPhone, but it is related to the button. I have a, I got a tablet, because I, I don't know, I kind of wanted one, sure. but it only has buttons on the side, like mm-hmm. only volume power, and no button in the actual on the actual device. Mm-hmm. It is frustrating. What Android has done in recent years is they've removed the buttons from off of the screen. Like, it used to be below the screen. Now it's just a part of the screen. Which I'm okay with. It's at the bottom. Yeah, whenever your screen is awake, you just have, like, the bottom strip with, like, your home, your menu, your Yeah, back but, button. like, this only, happens, it only pops up when you're, like, in uh, Portrait. I'm in Lasky half the time because I'm watching a video. I have to actually pull it out sometimes. It's kind of a little annoying. True. Because I have a, um, the case. So that's... that's that's one of those weird things about Android where it's not consistent across devices. Because on my phone, if I put it uh, landscape, it's fine. It has the buttons there. Mm-hmm. Like it has it there for most of it, but like for like for like I'm saying like I'm watching Twitch on it. It'll like hide the buttons on the bottom to make it like a full. Screen. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That that's it does do that. Okay. Yeah, and it's just kind of annoying because I have to do it from the top, not the bottom. That way I get the top bar, which will actually make the buttons pop from the bottom, and then hit the home button. So usually when I'm watching YouTube on my phone, I'll just tap the screen once and the buttons will pop up. Hmm. So I don't maybe give that a shot. I don't know. That's uh, a hot Android tip from me to you. 
which may or may not uh, work if you're not on an Android uh, HTC M- M9, I think I have. So I have an iPhone, and guess what? I have a lock button on my iPhone that locks my screen and turns my screen off, and I like... And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally changed from a regular iPhone 6 to an SE recently because my iPhone 6 screen was busted. So, I got an SE. I tried the feature of, I forget what the fuck it's called, but it's the thing where you, the phone is, the screen's off, and then you tur- bring it up to your face to look at it or whatever, and it turns on via the gyro or whatever. And I hated it because I wanted it to just stay off unless I pressed the lock button. And so I had to turn that off. And now a lock button is gone, and the only way to lock, unlock, turn your screen off, turn your screen on is this shitty face stuff, and it's my nightmare. I don't want yeah, any. Yeah, so I, I have I have a fucking security pattern because when I was working at the CVS in California, uh, I was working in Stockton, California, which is not a good city to be in, and I left my phone on the photo counter, and it got stolen. And somebody ran up, like, 10 gigabytes worth of data charges on my fucking account. <laughs> so, I don't... The people don't... This is my phone. You you can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's hell. It's, it's hell. And while we're on the topic of the future, let me hit you... The future is bad. The future is bad, and it has... I don't like the future. And it has Harrison Ford in it. Uh... <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Harrison Ford's cool. Well, he flying a plane and messed the land strip. But you know what doesn't have Harrison Ford in it is the Blade Runner anime that's coming. This is not a big announcement. I'm not going to like, there's not a lot to talk about here, but I just saw this and thought this was kind of interesting. I guess the director of Cowboy Bebop, whose name is Shinkichiro... Shin Megami Tensei. Cowboy Bebop director. I want to make sure I get it right. Shinichiro Watanabe. Uh-huh. Uh, is apparently heading the direction of a Blade Runner anime that's going to come... It's going to be a short form, like, few episodes, basically an OVA, that's going to come ahead of the new film mm-hmm. that Harrison Ford is going to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, there was just, like, a little short trailer, some, you know, a little bit of artwork they showed off, but it looks pretty cool, and uh, I think that's kind of the most perfect setting for somebody who re- who previously directed Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that makes the most yeah. sense. I actually kind of wait to actually see what's going to come out of it, even as someone who, not, who has no interest I'll in give it a shot. Life. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll see how it is. Gritty, futuristic space shit? Like, that's exactly what Cowboy Bebop is, so... I don't know. Mm. Taco Bell winning the brand wars? I'm down. It seems like maybe uh, the name of it is Blade Runner something 2055 or something like that, Blackout. And it seems like maybe the main character is a black dude, which is kind of, that's kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, they named it that, and then the main character is a black dude. But uh, other than that, I don't know. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. We'll see what happens. When's it supposed yeah, to come well, out? Uh, it's September. What does it say? Uh, so, actually, it did. Very, very soon? I will tell you right me. now, while I look at the article that... The anime will be shown on the Sony Pictures Japan YouTube channel on September 26th. So, oh, so, ten, oh. so basically 10 days from now. Soon. Yeah, that's like a week and a half. And then I guess it'll hopefully get translated soon after that. So that is uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the next Tuesday. Well, yeah, fan subs or not, my point is it will hopefully get translated soon after that. Hey, so, Miko. Yo, what's up? What you been gaming? Yeah, so uh, I've been playing some video games. Uh, maybe you've heard of uh, so 
Uh, like in 2003, there was this web-based browser game called Kingdom of Adventure Living Quest. that, uh, oh. yeah, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was called Kingdom of Loathing and you played it, it was like a stick figure and you were like going around doing things and it was like very, funny, random, very 2000, it was very 2002 humor. Yeah. And, uh, I have come to find out that they have put out a game on Steam that is like a spiritual successor to Kingdom of Loathing called West of Loathing. Oh, that's interesting. Can you still play as a pasta mancer? No, you can't. I was very upset that you couldn't play as a disco bandit oh. because that was what I played originally back in high school. But this is like set in a different... Yeah, so this is like the Old West, but with like a Kingdom of Loathing spin on it. Right. And it's like way better than it has any right to be. So... I'm enjoying this a lot. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw a little bit of... I actually watched a Giant Bomb Quick Look of this game. Yeah, so that Giant Bomb Quick Look is what like what got me to play it. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. They made a Kingdom of Loathing video game? Like a real one? And then I watched the Quick Look and I'm like, this shit looks good, actually. I might have to play this. Yeah, it's like a Ministry of Silly Walks thing when you start a character creation. But yeah, which I thought was kind of funny. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. It's kind of an adventure game and kind of an RPG, I guess. Um, it's, um, yeah, so it's, it's like an, that's probably a good way to put it. It's, uh, mostly like an adventure game. You're right. clicking around, picking up items, you're going, talking to people. And then there's like a combat aspect where you fight snakes and then you get electrified snake skin and you fight like a robot and you just, and you fight Jeff. Your hat gives you magic. You get, your hat gives you magic powers. The plot is you're going after a necromancer, if I remember correctly. So, um, I, in, so... When Giant Bomb was doing the quick look, they picked Alice as their partner. So did I, because she seemed like the best choice. Sure. Um, she has a gun. Alice is very concerned about necromancy. I don't know if the other partners are, oh. too. That's the plot thread uh, that I have. I don't know if that applies if you pick uh, the... I think there's three other people you can pick. I didn't realize that. I don't know if the necromancy thing applies there. I don't know if it's like separate storylines or yeah, not. Yeah, I wonder. But I, I imagine it's not. I imagine there's something to it. Uh, anything particularly hilarious happen while you've been playing so far? Um, not, and not that I can think of. There's, like, my horse has crazy eyes that, like, spin <laughs> around in its head, mm -hmm. and that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, there's a town called Ghostwood, where everything is a ghost, including the buildings, and I had to do a lot of, uh, bureaucratic work to get, like, a visitor pass so that I could go <laughs> to the, <laughs> the store and buy a pencil to fill out paperwork so that I can order... Was it a ghost pencil? A whole bunch of shit. Yes, it was a ghost <laughs> pencil, but it was a number four pencil, and they wanted a number three pencil, so what I had to do was I had to take it to the pencil sharpener and shave off one-third of it. <laughs> mm. That's pretty good. It's, like, it's actually pretty good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, I was thinking of picking this up after I saw the quick look and uh, hearing you Also, you I've, put, I've put like nine hours into it, and I feel like I'm not even halfway through. Oh, boy. It's just way longer than I thought it was. But I'm also I'm also going through most of the side quests, so that might have something to okay. do with it. Yeah, that might do it. I want to I hear uh, if you beat this game. I want to hear about it again, because... Uh... Okay, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's uh, worth picking up, especially if you played the original Kingdom of Loathing back in 2003 or 2004 or whatever it was. Uh, what about... Have you been playing anything else? Uh, I have, but uh, somebody else on this podcast has listed it as their video game, so okay. we're going to wait to talk about that. Hey, so, uh, so you don't want to talk about that game, but... Somebody else does, because it's the game they've been playing this week, Game Bomb. They sure do. What you been playing? Oh, boy, oh, boy, boy. I've been playing a lot of it yesterday, and it's... Whew, it's good. It's good. What is it? What's, what's good? 
Tell me what's good. It's Troy, Return of Samus. Troy, Return of Sam's? Is this a Lord of the Rings game? It's more like a Walmart spinoff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Return of Samwise Gamgee. Uh, I also played this game, so I want to hear your opinions on it. Actually, wait, before we go, how, how far are you? I am in area, uh, I just, I'm in the start of area four. Oh, you're further than Oh, me. you're way further than me. Yeah, I, actually, I played a lot yesterday. I believe you. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a lot of time to play. So, like, I mentioned this before, like, I got a chance to play this at the Nintendo World Championship thing a couple of weeks ago. Right. But I was kind of worried because I was playing with this, because you had to use a circle pad to move. I, I wasn't getting used to that, but after about, like, an hour, I finally adjusted to it just fine. And it plays really, it plays really nicely with it. Yeah, that's one of my problems. Is like I wish I could just play with the D pad. That's all I want. But I have to use the shitty ass circle pad on the original 3ds. Mm-hmm. So later on, like, so like it's in World Three. And it's in Area Four. Area Three mm. is the I keep, I keep forgetting where the area is now. Area Basically, Two is you, you ran or you run into the purple goop for the first time because that just happened to me. Okay, so I'm thinking of Area Four. So that's that's like Area One. No, no, no. There's. Yeah, area two has to goop. Area, area two has to goop. Area one is just the surface. That's not the goop I'm talking about, Miko. This is insta kill goop. Oh, I don't. Okay, I'm, you're further than me then. Oh, dang. Miko's in area one. It's fine. It's fine. This is not really. I'm, I'm at the start of area two. Okay, I think. Okay, area three has the insta kill goop. I remember because you mentioned this before the podcast started. So yeah, I'm in area four now because that one has specifically only. Actually, wait, no, because I think I'm in area five. Alright, anyway, you're way further than Listen, us. Listen, it's not as important where you are, so just tell us so, about the video game. Okay, so yeah, I I think this is the first time in a while in a Metroid game I've actually been lost. Because I've been, I remember in the first, in Area 2, I was trying to find two other Metroids, just like, and they were behind a bomb wall, which, and if I didn't use the, um, the new ability, the Aeon abilities, I would have never found it right away. Oh yeah, the Aeon mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that noise, though... <laughs> I keep forgetting that it makes a beep noise if a Metroid is near, because since I don't have a mute, because... Oh, really? Oh, man. Oh, it does? Because I play I play my 3DS with the volume off normally. Yeah, so anytime you're near a Metroid, it constantly beeps at you, and it's a pain in the ass, but it's not as bad as the noise when you use the Aeon thing and there's hidden blocks. That's a nightmare noise. But it disappears after a while. I know, but I wish I could make that my alarm clock for when I wake up in the morning, because it would work. I'm pretty sure when, when someone eventually, like, data rips the game, you'll probably have that. <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah, I got lost for, like, the first area, and I went to turn into two Metroids I found, and then realized, oh, if you do that, it'll tell you where the next one yep. is. Yep. That's exactly what happened to me. I, in the, in, I think it was Area 1, probably. It's the one where you have to kill four Metroids to move on. You, I basically killed one of them, and then I was like, oh, I don't know where to go. So... Uh, getting lost, I just ended up backtracking in general, and I mm. ended up going back to that platform, and I was like, oh, well, I guess you turn in the genes here, I might as well turn this one in. And mm. yeah, if you do that, they literally will, like, <laughs> fucking sit you down, the Samus comes out, pulls her arm out, and then they basically give you, like, a, like, a you're an idiot style, like, zoom in on the map, and they, and, like, make the Metroid corpse flash where it is, and be like, yo, Go over here. It's it's somewhere over here. Don't worry, it won't be hard to find, and then you find it. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's actually a reason, like, pretty Metroid eggs that are lying around everywhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you like, they will just make it. They will just start smelling if you can't find them. Right. That's how. Like, it, and that's why I had the map knows they're there. Like, if you go back to that spot, you'll just see like fumes come out of the egg. Yep. I figured that out. Yeah. Also, it really helps the fact that when you're finding a Metroid, everything turns green, so they make you to a room like, oh, it's green. Like, okay, equip the ice beam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, speaking of Metroid fights, Miko, you fought one. But yeah. the first one you fight... So this game has a lot of Metroid fights in it. The first one you fight, mm -hmm. you can just... Anytime it charges at you, you can melee parry it and then missile it. At yes, time. and then you can just unload missiles into it. And if you do that fast enough, it just right. dies. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've played a Metroid game in which you kill Metroids in it. Because my favorite Metroid game is uh, Metroid Fusion for the GBA. And you don't kill Metroids in that game. You kill these weird... Uh, spiky, yeah. So the X. It's like a, it's a, like a ah, fuck. What's the word for it? They're gooey things. Yeah. So, but the point is, they don't function quite the same, and etc. Well, I mean, the X parasite just they just they just take over things and become the thing. Right, but my point is, they don't function the same as a Metroid fight when you're you're killing. Right, them. right, right. Anyway, mm -hmm. it had been a long time since I fought a Metroid. So the first Metroid fight, I actually was doing pretty poorly, but I made it through because they do a lot of damage when they hit you. But uh, they sure do. Everything in the game hurts you a lot. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's the core theme of the series is like don't get touched by the Metroid, otherwise you're gonna be very upset. But even though it hurts you a lot, the first one you can just melee parry it any time it charges at you. So it's well, no. NBD. It the first the first one. So wait, no, the first the first one, the definitely. first one okay. every time. After that, you run into yeah. Metroids that they charge up and they get all electric, right? And then they try to hit mm -hmm. you. And if you try to melee parry them, it just hurts you. So I, yeah. it had been so long, and I was like, what the fuck? And also, melee parry is new. We talked about this the last time we talked about this game, the melee yeah. parry. But you have a melee uh -huh. button, and you press it when somebody's about to hit you, and it basically knocks them back, and you have a free chance to shoot them. Yes, and I hate it because I can't get the time. Oh, right. I'm boss at it, and it also makes shooting guys a lot less, which rules. Yeah. Uh, but wait, b yeah, yeah, before yeah, you true. before you go, let me just say really quickly. I I have been a long time since I fought a Metroid. The second Metroid I fought, I died to because I literally was trying to melee parry him when he was electric. He was smoking my ass. He kept dropping that shit on me. I died. And I was like, "Fuck! Why is this so hard?" And then. I remembered something that I, did, I literally didn't remember, which is that you can just shoot them with missiles when they're flying around. You don't have to melee yeah. carry them. Yeah, it doesn't have, right. like, it's an option, but it's the best option. Right. So I was literally just like sitting there while he's dropping bombs on me, shooting the bombs that come down and not shooting him and waiting for him to do the charge where he charges at you that I could melee parry, which he doesn't have to do. Sometimes he'll just do the electric one three times and then start going back to dropping bombs. So, uh -huh. yeah, I just fucking died to that, and then I remembered how you actually fight a Metroid in a Metroid game, and I was able to deal with it, but boy, that was an embarrassing experience. I mean, I like the, I appreciate the fact that this game isn't just straight-up Metroid 2. Yeah, it's, it's very fact, new. Yeah. So I'm happy with that, because I'd never be in Metroid 2 vanilla. Mm. I, never, I only got to let me be like the third area, I guess, and got very lost, because you don't have much real estate to actually look around. Right. Yeah, like, I played about... I never played original Metroid 2 on the Game Boy, uh, but I did play a little bit of AM2R. Yep, same. And I'm actually enjoying this a little more than AM2R. It's like, there are things about the Samus Returns that I'm not cool with, that, uh, like, I feel like the enemies are too often off of your lineup for your shots, mm -hmm. and I don't like that. I feel like that's very upsetting as somebody who, like, played a fucking shit ton of Fusion and Zero Mission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, like, it's just fucking with me too much. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I really like the Mega Man and base style, aim wherever you want. I That's That feels real nice. So, 
It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that um, because in Fusion and Zero Mission, all you could do was like 45 degrees mm-hmm. and that's it. And, and you had to like be running or whatever to do it too. No, no. You, you, the L button was... Oh, yeah, you're right. You, no, never mind. Yeah. You could stand still and do it, but it was only 45 degrees whatever di- direction you were facing. Mm-hmm. 45 degrees up and that's so, it. Yeah. Straight up or straight across. For me, the melee parry, the thing that I really like about it is I think especially in early game and Metroid games... There's this problem uh-huh. a lot of the time when you're fighting enemies that are, like, kind of burly of you just have to shoot them, like, a hundred times to kill them, right? It, like, it takes forever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Even though I definitely get your complaint of there's a lot of enemies that are, like, off-kilter from where you normally aim. Yeah. A lot of those enemies, in my experience, like the bats, the guys that charge at you, even the green dudes. You can crouch for the green dudes, but anyway. All these enemies, like, a lot of them have a charge attack where they run at you. And then if you just melee parry them, you hit them, and you literally have to shoot them, like, two times, and they die. Which makes that early game so much faster, and I love it. This goes back to what I was saying before, where I am very bad at the melee parry, and I can't get the timing right. I always go too early. Yeah, I mean, suffer. So... Get good. <laughs> Dark I, I can't get good. I'm bad at video games. You've seen my LPs. I've made you sit through so many video games. You'll, 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 you'll get the hang of it. It feels really good when you do it. You saw me play Strider, you know. Uh, you're, you weren't that bad at well, uh, no. I was pretty bad at Strider, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> the only reason I was decent at San Andreas is because I've played it ten fucking times. But yeah, dude, the new Metroid is good. My only real complaint with it is I doesn't, it doesn't, visually is kind of... I mean, I'm fine it with looks, it. It looks kind of like shit on the old 3DS, and uh, when I used that elevator, and the frame rate was like 10 <laughs> yeah. frames a second, and I was like, you couldn't pre-render yeah. the elevator? Come on, dude. I thought the whole section, I thought that was like a, yeah, like a movie, and I realized, oh no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> do you do you also have an old 3DS? I have, a, I have a new 3DS. That's why. What did you still have ten frames per second for the elevator though? I mean, I normally I wouldn't care because it's the elevator. You just like you see like four or five seconds of it, but yes, it's still there. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I in f- that case, I feel like it's not ten mm. frames. I feel like it's fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're talking. I'm talking almost single digits. It here. was, it was, it was chugging. It was bad. It was. Uh, <laughs> I, I laughed out loud when it happened. I don't think it was single frame, but it was lower frame rate. Samus is pretty blocky. But I mean, I, guess, I like my original 3DS. But like I said, I wouldn't, really, that's, I wouldn't really care because, again, it was just the elevator scene, so... Yeah, and I'll, and I'll say the area backgrounds, like, the general aesthetic of the stages looks good. It's just the enemies... I think the enemy models and Samus look a little choppy. But, you know... Yeah. But you know what? It's a small thing to pay for when the game is really fun, so... Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I guess I'll say this. It's... I guess we're about the subject. Mm. Like I said, I mentioned, I'm up to like area four, and I'm ready for the uh, the second evolution of the Metroid. Oh no, I forget their what is it called, like Gamma Metroid. I don't remember because I didn't play that far into AM2R. <laughs> Shit. Well, it's the ones where they eventually grow more legs and start like crawling around like a spider. Metroid Two, Metroid. Spectre. Oh yeah, Metroid Prime. Oh sure. <laughs> so. They start trying to mix up the fights a bit because when you fight it the first time, you just have it'll start it'll flow in the air too. And spoilers when you shoot with the ice beam, it'll just drop to the ground. Mm-hmm. So you just shoot in the f- uh, mouth a couple of times. Of that. Easy. Later areas, there are several rooms that it'll pop up in. Oh. So when you find uh, when you actually find the Metroid, there are like three different sections. You fight one, and it'll disappear into a, it'll go into like a gooey wall, mm-hmm. and you have to find it. Oh. In that same fuck. area. 
So they start, you have to basically start trying to find a bastard and then kill it. Can they show up in rooms with enemies? No. So, okay. these are, so they're only in specific areas. You don't, believe me, you'll know. Because the doors would be locked. Okay. That, w- that would be pretty awful if they could show up in areas with enemies. Just like, mm-hmm. get smoked by these space pirates while you try to fight a Metroid. Oh yeah, they're not, it's not that mean. It's also like when you're trying to actually try to get around. Mm. You realize, where the hell is the Metroid? And you just realize, when you're trying to go through like a bomb, like a little room with a mork ball. Mm-hmm. You shoot this one little area, and boom, it's just fucking right there. <laughs> and then it just fucks off. Oh, yeah, also, pro tip, Miko, I don't know if you know this. I'm assuming Gameon probably knows this. But uh, if you just tap the screen, once you have Morph, morph Ball... Oh, yeah, 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 that I do know. That's that's way easier than hitting down twice. So, yeah. I just, not that long ago, got the Spider Ball when I was playing, which, if you don't know mm-hmm. what that is, it's you, when you're in Morph Ball form as Samus, you can climb up walls, you stick to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you played Metroid Prime 2, it's in there, too. Well, it's in all the Metroid Primes, but yeah. Yes. Oh, it's in all the Metroid yep. Primes? Yeah. Uh, so... Was it in the first one? I yeah, don't remember so. it being you in fight the first the, one. You fight the giant, like, rock creature, you get the spider ball from it. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right, yeah. I don't know why I didn't remember that. Anyway. You can jump. This is something that I thought was super dope, is that you can... Because normally you can't really do this in Metroid. You can jump at a wall... Turn into Morph Ball and then instantly Spider Ball and stick to it, which lets you Spider Ball onto stuff you kind of like, not necessarily shouldn't, but like weren't necessarily intended to Spider Ball onto, which Mm -hmm. I haven't like found a sequence break or anything like that, but it's made Mm -hmm. some sections a lot faster and really cool. So I enjoy it. So when you eventually get the Sprite, uh, the Spring Ball, Mm. it makes it so much easier. Yeah, definitely. Also, I actually can't believe I actually missed the Spring Ball while exploring the first time. (laughs) Because it's like the extra room where it's at is kind of out of the way, right? But because I remember, like I saw it when they did, when they demoed it back in E three, like oh yeah, it's right here. Because what's this, that that fucker from the the very first boss in Fusion? He has it. Oh right, it's good. Metroid's good. Metroid's back. Metroid is Metroid is mostly good. There are a couple of stinkers in the series, but uh, this new video game. This is, is very not good. other M. Uh, one thing I will say, I did find one sequence sequence break while I was playing. Uh, there is a missile pack, I forget what area it is exactly, where there's a bunch of slippy uh, garbage. Oh, the honey, like honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm try to go. And there's like a passage part where you're supposed to, after you get it, you drop. Maybe it wasn't really a sequence break, but anyway, you're supposed to drop down after you get it uh, as the morph ball and then roll away right but you can go to that passageway as the morph ball and where you're supposed to drop down and you actually can still bomb jump even though it's a lot harder uh with the morph ball and i bomb jumped up it and got the missile pack early i think so i think i think i know exactly what you're talking about but it's been a while but yeah they asked but people who are aware they added some like yellow goopy uh stop surfaces to the area which which makes you you can't watch up off of it you can't spider ball up it Right. It's, it's their way of, like, blocking you or secret breaking. Well, they didn't block good enough. Got them. I mean, yeah, there are spots where you just say, fuck it, I'm gonna bomb jump, and that'll work just fine. Uh, so bomb jumping is in that game, for the record. Yeah, so Metroid is cool. Um, I played a yeah. different 3DS game this week. And oh, yeah? yeah? I played a lot of it, even though uh, I was also... What is it? It's called Editing the Podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Metopia editing the podcast, and boy, does it suck. Uh, 
No, it's called Monster Hunter Stories. Do you know what Monster Hunter oh. is? I've heard of Monster Hunter. I might get the one that comes out on PC. It's a game where you are a um, hunter and you hunt the monsters and you kill them and then you take their parts, like their teeth and their skin, and you fashion it into armor and weapons. Monster Hunter Stories is, and it's an action RPG, regular Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Stories is not that. Monster Hunter Stories is a turn-based RPG in which you also do that thing that I said about killing monsters and taking their parts and making mm -hmm. it into stuff. But also there is a Pokemon element of you catch monsters and make them, you, actually you don't catch them, you steal eggs from their nest which is kind of fucked up if you think about it. <laughs> and then, that yeah. yeah, and then you to bring them home and hatch them and make them your own children. Oh. So like certain lizards. <laughs> so there's a good amount of monsters from the Monster Hunter series that you can make. Just for as an example, the level that this goes to, uh, you can't make say there's a a little uh, bug that rolls into a ball called a conchu in Monster Hunter. It's like a pill bug, basically, um, but it's armored. Uh, you can't have one of those, I don't think. But you can have an Aptonoth, which is basically just like an an herbivore, big, stupid, easiest-to-kill monster in the game, doesn't even attack you, runs away from you when you attack it, and uh, you in regular Monster Hunter, anyway, and you just farm it for raw meat. So you can get a lot of monsters uh, from the Monster Hunter series in this game as your Pokemon partners. And the combat is basically really simple turn-based. The difference is when you attack, right, there is a sort of rock-paper-scissors system. So you judge... There's ways to... Like, you can uh, use certain items and stuff, and also if you fought them before, you can look up uh, in an encyclopedia that you have what their tendency is when they play rock-paper-scissors with you, basically. And if you win the rock-paper-scissors, you do more damage, and you get a sort of meter that fills up, uh, that you can spend on abilities, or if you fill it up to 100, you can then ride on your monster in mid-battle. So battles are you and your monster versus however many monsters or however many other stuff you're fighting. And if you fill up this meter, you go and you ride on your monster, and then you're like one unit. And uh, if you win like a couple more rock-paper-scissors as your monster while you're, fighting, uh, while you're riding them, uh, you basically increase your your strength level or whatever of riding and uh each time you increase it it increases the damage of a big special ability that you can do uh that's like a special skill so like uh for the first monster that you get or i think which i think is the same for everyone but uh, at least the first one i got is a velocidrome which is a raptor that i named jeff goldblum Oh yeah, nice, oh, nice. Fucking course. And uh, Jeff Goldblum has an ability where he jumps into the air while you're riding him, and uh, his like this is his like super attack when you're riding him, and he kicks him like a he fucking does like a sick. Uh, I'm trying to think Runhouse. of an example, but like a sort of like Jackie Chan like kick you like five times while you're coming down in the head, sort of a thing. Ooh. Like a Luke Kang kick? Yeah, Luke Kang kick. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. It's exactly that. Um, this is a bicycle kick. Yes. And uh, uh, he does that, and then that's like, whatever. And if you, hit, if you hit them with that, 
or you hit them with anything really when they're downed which means when you like knock them down you get parts off of them and whatever anyway it's a jr it's an rpg but it's it's actually a lot of fun it's like surprisingly the rock paper scissors makes the combat a little more interesting it still has a lot of the monster hunter stuff in it like combining items that you find around the world to make stuff like potions or whatever and killing monsters and using their parts to make weapons and stuff it takes a while to get going you don't really get to what I would call like the real quote unquote game, which I just got to until you're probably like six to eight hours in, which is not that different. Oof. Well, yeah, but that's in a weird way. That's not that different from regular monster hunter either. Like those games take a long time to get started too, really. So now when you consider somebody like me, who has never really like played a monster play hunter game. game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you like monster hunter, like, so the thing about this game is that, they take a lot of sort of Monster Hunter tropes from the series and bring them into a turn-based RPG format, right? But if you don't like Monster Hunter, a lot of these things will be seem obtuse and kind of like, you know, uh, tedious and, and annoying probably rather than kind of fun to be, to be completely real with you as somebody who's played a lot of Monster Hunter. Yeah, putting this stuff into a regular RPG wouldn't always necessarily be a good thing. So... But but it's very charming. Uh, I admittedly have been skipping a lot of the dialogue, but the dialogue I have seen is pretty charming and funny. It's it's for kids. I mean, to be real with you, like uh, there's an anime that came out that was a kids anime that was also related to this. But all in all, it's it's a lot of fun. If you like Monster Hunter, you should definitely check this out. It has a lot of content and it it scratches that itch uh, in a different way. So that's what I've been playing. And aside from Metroid, which is also good. Again, everyone, Metroid is good. Metroid, Metroid is Metroid good. is better than Monster Hunter Stories. I'll say it right now. And I like I'm Monster Hunter Stories. I'm just so happy there's a 2D Metroid. That's all I want. Yeah, same. Alright, what's the worst thing you saw on the internet? I'll start. Uh, so there uh, was a situation a while ago where Netflix had accidentally categorized The Babadook as an LGBT movie? If you don't know what that is, it's an Australian. It's Australian, like a horror film that's kind of also a psychological thriller. And... It's it's mainly just a psychological thriller, but it's really good. Watch it, like. But it's a horror movie, and it's not an LGBT movie, which Netflix claimed that it was for one. Yes, day. and the monster in it is a big spooky man with a top hat. Yep, this, yeah, this yeah, is basically yeah. just Australian urban legend. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, so um. You guys might know this that there was an it remake that Stephen King thing. Yeah, clowns, clowns with in the, the clown yeah. Pennywise yeah. that 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 thing. Who is also a pedophile? So yeah, but I mean, mm, I mean, look, let's not let's not John Wayne Gacy this well, situation. Well, that kind of already um, happened, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the internet has decided that the Babadook and Pennywise are gay boyfriends, and I don't really understand what has happened. And I do. I feel like that's maybe a little bad. Yeah, so okay, just <laughs> maybe don't maybe don't make monsters gay because hey, of it's, So the Baba the Babadook is cool. He never did anything wrong. Pennywise is probably not the per- kind of person you want representing the gay community. That being said, I know why this came about and I don't know why it blew up so hard. Yeah. So some person it was a Verrett thing. Somebody oh. put up... Oh, no. I'm pretty sure this is what oh. happened, if I remember correctly, on Twitter. Somebody put up a thing that was like, uh, 
Pennywise, they just wrote on Verit. Pennywise is gay and his boyfriend is... Or no, maybe it was just on Twitter. But they basically said, Pennywise is gay and the Babadook is his boyfriend. That was just the start of it. Somebody else, of course, responded, DM'd them, and got very upset. And said, said, Pennywise is not gay, he could never be gay. What are you talking about? He hates gay people, he kills gay people. And you take down your post. You're wrong, because Pennywise is straight like me. (laughs) <laughs> and that's all it really takes to start the thing. And of course, the response was, "You're wrong. Shut up, haha, <laughs> idiot." And also, now he's gay, and his boyfriend is the Babadook, and they're they have excellent horror gay sex with each other, and it's great. And they have an adoptive son who is a uh, baby Michael Myers from Halloween. <laughs> oh God, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I, know if either of you saw that. I saw but that was an image weird. like that, but I wasn't. I wasn't too sure if it was Michael Myers. I, I, I feel like it was Michael Myers. This is like That would make sense. I mean, he looked exactly like Austin Powers, so it has to be Mike <laughs> Myers, right? Did he look like Fat Bastard or Austin Powers? No, Austin, <laughs> Austin Powers. Powers. Did you know Ho Hogan fears Austin Powers? This is true. I didn't know that, and that's fucked up. <laughs> A sign told me. It must be true. Uh, yeah, baby. But yeah, the internet blew up about it, and now and now Twitter is It got a little it got a little crazy. Now it's a meme. Yeah, now so it's know, a meme. It's like be bad. But now also Twitter is taking it back because a lot of people are going, hey, maybe Pennywise is not the greatest guy to represent the gay community. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, a clown who eats, he also eats children, dismembers them. Yeah, good choice. Like the Babadook, you know, he just spooks you. And also he's yeah. a metaphor for... De- I, I, if I if I say that, it, it will ruin the movie for you. Ruin the movie. He is a yeah. meta for, metaphor for something. So he's not... Even necessarily like a horror, like an, an actual thing. He just represents. He represents something. He's I not just Baba a monster. Duke in urban legend was an actual monster, but the one in the movie is a whole different thing. Right, it just happened to use the Baba Duke as just a symbol. Right. Well, I don't. I don't know how any of that stuff works. I'm not really a horror movie person. I, mean, I just felt either, this whole situation. I, I, I just happened to listen to people who review movies for a living. Yeah, and they mentioned it. Just the point is, the Baba Duke doesn't have the same bad connotations that Pennywise does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was. You'll float. You'll be gay too, says the clown. So this is the clown box. Can't wait till they make uh, Jason. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't even know what's a good joke here. I gave up. Jason versus the moon. Is that where they can go with that series? <laughs> Jason Voorhees fucks the moon. Jason Voorhees is now he vores the moon. Wait. <laughs> oh, Jason Voorhees. Oh shit. Oh no. We almost with this entire podcast. What I have in there. I did it. I mean. The- <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm checking something, which is yes. Okay, so they have uh, they have actually made a Jason movie where they sent Jason into space. So yeah, my joke that was is actually real. Yeah, Jason um, X is I forgot up. about that. It has two stars on IMDb. Jason Voorhees. So fuck. Jason X is a movie I really remember watching and not watching because I was at my aunt's house where they had it in the background when they were playing bingo, and on occasion I would look at the TV and like, oh. This lady's face is now frozen and broken to pieces. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jason X is, is like, <laughs> it's very stupid from the bits I remember. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. Jason in space. I'm broken yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> do yours first, Game One. I can't do mine. <laughs> no, no, man. We'll save yours and yours is next. Which I'll, I'll, I'll <sighs> transcend into yours. Okay. MVCI. The collector's edition got shipped out a while ago, and surprise, surprise, the gems are just plastic. Yeah, so Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, 
This game already looks like a disaster in a number of ways. Every single thing about this game that isn't the gameplay looks like Duke. Not the Baba Duke. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, so does the collector's merchandise. Let me let me preface this. If you buy this game and you bought the okay, no wait, actually let's rewind. If you buy this game and you just bought the game and you try to buy a season pass, that's already $90, fam. If you're buying this game and you're buying the collector's edition, as far as I know, wait, I thought the season pass thing was like 80 bucks. No, the whole th it's 30 bucks plus the sixty for the game. Well, I mean, if you're buying the if you're buying the season pass edition, it's eighty dollars. If you buy it separately, then yeah, it's ninety. Mm. I actually, rem I, re I remember this because I saw someone on PS. Maybe so, uh, you're. Right. But anyway, collector's edition, it's like one hundred and thirty. The collector's edition. Let's let me just make sure I know exactly what's included in this because I'm gonna say it's it's four it's four statues X. No, I think there's Marvel. one other thing. I think there's like a book, maybe or maybe that's just the game. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's an art book. I okay. remember because someone went. It's the it's an art book which has like concept art and stuff. Mm -hmm. Four statues: X, Captain Marvel, Chun Li, and Iron Man. Iron Man. Four plastic statues. The eggs of the Infinity Stones. And Infinity Stones that are in a case. Now, the picture that they show of this, the picture that they show of this looks very, very, very different from the finished product. It looks. I'm not gonna say that it necessarily looks good, the or the original picture that they showed, but the figures at least looked pretty good, and the box looked like a box of gems. Mm -hmm. But you're paying two. You're basically, you know, let's say okay, let's say it's eighty instead of ninety. You're basically in that case that actually makes us worse. You're basically paying a hundred and twenty dollars for okay, four so figures, figure... an art book, and this thing. So each figure would be thirty. The gems would be five cents, and the book would be like twenty bucks. <laughs> well, sure, but any way you math this out, the actual finished product—I've seen an unboxing video, I've seen pictures—they look like garbage. The gems don't come out of the case. They look like plastic Easter eggs. They light up via uh, LEDs that are like behind it, but they, they oh, look like really? yeah, but they look like shit when you light them up. Uh, if you click on the unboxing vid, you can see that. They look like garbage. And the figures don't look anything like the figures in the in their promotional material that they had for this. They look like shit. They look like Chinese knockoffs. They're bad. So it's like it's like your one amiibos all over again. It's yeah, it's rough. And again, this is like it looks pretty $120 that you're paying for this. So when you met, when I saw this in a docket, you reminded me of the other CEs that are out there. So I posted a couple mm -hmm. alongside yours. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. I know what you're talking about. Yep. I, I don't even need to click on this to know, but yes. So the first one, I guess if you haven't clicked it, is the first one is Witcher 2. Someone had got his statue. Like the picture looks like a, it's a bust of Geralt's head. So when someone got it, it looked like a weird like mishmash of like someone's face got smushed. It basically looks like the clay didn't finish while they were, uh, you know, molding it, and then they put it in the box before it was finished, and it just melted in the box. <laughs> I think I was wondering, like, was it damaged? And like, no, there's no other pieces to it. This is what you got, buddy. Mm -hmm. And then, then the other one is the infamous one, the Dark Souls 3 flask. Which is just the tiniest fucking nothing piece of plastic garbage ever. So when I saw that, someone had posted below it, like, a little, like, lemon, like, lim like a lemon-shaped water container. With almost the same, same exact texture as this thing. 
but it holds water. Wow. This doesn't. Hey, actually, that is uh, relevant because the texture of the Infinity Stones is also like a lemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing that makes the Dark Souls one more, in, like, I guess more because it's a fact it didn't come with the game. It's just a, like a collector's edition, no game included. Uh, that's pretty bad, but how much did it cost? I think it was like 120, 130. Oh. Yeah, that's about as bad as this. <laughs> At least the freaking stones light up. Collector's editions are a rip, and this one is too. I just saw that and I couldn't believe how. It's just one of those things where it's like everything surrounding this game is already so bad. You would hope they could at least get this right, and they couldn't even get this right. So I'm so along with that, I also I, I mentioned I posted one good one that I did like, and that was the Fallout New Vegas Collector's Edition. That one's okay. I mean, whatever you get a pack of cards at least out of that one. So. Some play chips that look really nice with the game, and then I'm making of. Yeah. I think the other one I would probably mention is the Sonic Mini one, because it's like 60 bucks. Yeah. For the CE. Mm. And it has a really sturdy built mm. Sonic on top of a Genesis, which is not that bad. Mm. But for 60 bucks, that's not too, that's not too shabby. Yeah. Uh, so what is your best of the worst? So oh, Miku had mentioned like a... <laughs> so Miko had mentioned like three that had like yeah, a best of the worst. No, you can't. So you things. can't say that. You can't do. That. do no, we're gonna get fucking. No, it's just the worst. Gonna, oh, somebody's gonna get us if we say that. You can't say that. <laughs> no, a best. I mean, a best of the week, or best of the internet, or the worst of the internet. So I found three things that kind of fit that category. Uh huh. So the first one, I was just like browsing around, like it's a webm, but the way it's as someone who's going into money oh. right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a poop, almost. <laughs> kind of. Uh, it's not just that. <laughs> this is when you. Hurt. This is when you go balls deep. Oh no! <laughs> you shouldn't do that. That's not. You can't do that. That's no. Don't They're do doing that. It. Don't They're do it. Don't it, do it. Don't. <laughs> don't. No, but don't do it. It's the fact that the, the top ball is just trying to slowly push it the other one down. Is what gets to me. No, my problem is when the second ball can't make it out. No, but like when it goes down the first time, the the, big, the first one is just you have to shove it down the, the speaker. Yeah, yeah, but when the second one can't get out, <laughs> that's the bad one for me. So, uh, anal beads, right? Oh, yeah. uh huh. Yeah, that's this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's definitely terrible. <laughs> All right. So the second one thing I discovered today when I was going through a bunch of stuff. I've heard this already, this- but continue. Yeah. It's what I like it. It's a, it's a Sonic Forces fist bump. It's the, it's the main thing. Like, it's catchy. I can't stop listening to it. Uh, it's definitely catchy, but okay, it's also but, not Crush Forty. But so this uh, is the worst if, thing on the yeah. Internet. But it's if it's if it's not Crush Forty, then who is it? Tell Japanese me, Crush please. Forty. No, it's Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because it sounds like Japanese Crush Forty. When I clicked on that video, it said featuring the guy from Hoobastank. So I'm pretty sure it's Hoobastank. It might just they gone and guessed before. I have to, I have to look it up and check. Okay. It said it in the video. It wasn't like in the description. So Sonic Force is continuing the tradition of hiring. Yeah, featuring <laughs> Douglas Rob from Hoobastank. If you fast forward to ten wow. seconds, it's just there. Just some good old fashioned butt rock. I love it. And finally, so this one, this was something I've been keeping up for the last couple of weeks. So. Miko and I know this for a while. The new Powerpuff Girls is shit. Looks like new shit. New Powerpuff Girls, right? Yeah. It looks very bad. I haven't seen any of it. I didn't even know this was a thing, by the way. 
I also have not seen any of it except for the particularly bad scenes that find their way to my Twitter timeline. Yeah, like this. This is this is really poorly put together. Like, mm. from what I remember, they got some people off a of Tumblr. Like, hey, you want a job? Here, put this together, and they went to work. So they've been. So Cartoon Network's been trying to slowly advertise his fourth character. And this picture is what leaked out a while ago. Just look at it. Nice haircut. But, like, who is this? Is this a new Powerpuff girl? That's what they're trying to advertise this. Her name is Bliss. Okay. Like, I recently mentioned this because I have a weird thing where, like, I'm noticing just, like, I want to get into this kind of medium eventually at some point. This is what I'm working on in this college. Mm-hmm. So, so seeing shit like this is get, like, this is get, like, get greenlit? The fact that this is what maybe this is what they think people want. It's kind of depressing. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's just another Powerpuff Girl. I mean, maybe I just don't have as much of an attachment to the Powerpuff Girls. But I don't either. To be honest, just the yeah, fact. Yeah, I might be the only one here that does because, of, like, of how much older I am than you two. I mean, I've seen the Powerpuff Girls bad. a lot of it, but I just like just the idea of a new Powerpuff Girl to me doesn't like make me cringe. I'm just like, okay, well, it's, it's the fact that they're trying so hard to shove this as the fourth thing that they're they're marketing this very hard. Yeah, because the show is. So let's put it this way: the show has been has gone so bad that they shifted to Sundays oh, in between wow. movie premieres. Wow! Ooh, ooh! So they've been trying to slowly kill it off, and they're trying like they're trying to push this as like you know this, this is also going to be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also if you're the kind of child like me, where I was just literally either flipping between Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon yep. literally my entire yep. childhood, whether or not mm-hmm. it was Sunday or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So, the fact that they're really trying, like, I feel like they're trying to appeal a certain audience. So, let me put it to you like this. Uh, this new Powerpuff Girl looks like somebody that should be on Steven Universe instead? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. also look like a Steven Universe character, you're right This about should that. be a crystal gem that is introduced on, in Steven Universe. I guess the best way, this looks like someone's OC. That's a good way to put it. This does actually look like someone's OC. Which, like... I, like, I get it, I guess, considering the people who are working on this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they they kind of are fans working on it, so, like, the fact they would try to put an OC in kind of makes sense. But also, like, don't put that into a show that's on television. This is a show where one of the uh, writers and producers happened to write put himself in as a character. Oh, yeah, I read about that. Oh, it was the worst. Oh, fuck, that's right. Uh, oh, I didn't realize God. this was the same thing. Oh, holy shit. And this is the and this is one of the episodes he is writing on, I believe. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Well, everything makes sense. Yep. This checks out. This is bad. So this will premiere Continue. tomorrow. So I will let you know how bad it gets. Okay. Which mm, I mean, I prefer if you didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's fine because <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you won't know. I mean, if I don't tell you, Twitter will tell you. You know that. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you know, I can I can just not look at Twitter tomorrow. That's fine. <laughs> okay. What's what my birthday tomorrow? Oh yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah. Uh let's close the sucker out. Yeah, so um you might uh you might be wondering, isn't this where the email segment would go? Uh we uploaded the last episode uh yesterday and I have no emails about the topic, which was uh what is your favorite Twitter account to follow? So uh that's still gonna be open until I look at calendar here. We're gonna say the twenty third. Yeah. 
The 23rd of September is mm-hmm. when the deadline for that is. So get your emails in, podcast at burndownthesandcastle.info. Podcast or at... you can go to burndownthesandcastle.info and you click on the web form to submit uh, an email. So hey, you make it more interesting. You don't, you don't have to submit just one Twitter. You just submit just like two or three. Mm, just... No, nah, how about just one? How about just one Twitter per person? Yeah, no, this pod, this podcast long enough as it is. Let's not try and ruin but, anything. Uh, I do. We have our own Twitters I, that we we really like, our own accounts that we follow. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. do those this week. So yeah, mm. so we got we got a couple of good ones here, and you just game if, on. Why don't you start? I think yours is a good start. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we we doing that now, or are we just ending the no, podcast? No, we're we're gonna do ours this week. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna do Twitter just to follow for like deals and stuff because. You know, I like stuff on the cheap. Yeah, get that, get them deals, boy. So, Warrior sixty four, friend of the show at at Warrior sixty four. Thank you. So he will post updates. <laughs> okay, he will post updates on stuff that's on so you know, like just, whatever he can, he can just have us to find. And I wish I followed him sooner, like because I, I I actually had my phone set up so that way whenever he tweets, I get a notification. Right, and it's just him. Because earlier this week there was a there was a thing where Amazon fucked up and they had a three, an Xbox One for like nothing. When you say nothing, what do you mean? Oh right, yeah, oh yeah, I read about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I apparently people some people I think some people got it. <laughs> I have, I have to double check. I wasn't I didn't I don't know who got it or not, but. So I did a couple of years ago. Uh, managed to get a Splinter Cell Conviction for one dollar. Because of a fuck up on the Ubisoft store, so it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I got Crash back during the Amazon fuck up on Amazon Prime Day for like six to ten dollars. It was brand new, like for forty. So hey, you gotta follow Warrior sixty four for those sweet deals. Yeah, and he also just uh, he follows a lot of gaming news, so sometimes he also just posts like uh, you know, yeah, 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 little gaming things like that. He's a great account That's... to follow if you give a shit about gaming in general. Mm-hmm. I also follow him. I think I also I also thanked him because he because of him I got a new laptop a couple of years ago. Hey, and nice! That came with a piece uh, Xbox One, which I sold for a PS4. Nice. So I'm gonna do my account because I think Miko has the best answer here. I do because uh, so I feel like if I was not the one controlling the Google Doc and creating it, you would have gotten yeah, this. Yeah, Miko me. sniped my answer, especially because I knew about this account before him. But whatever, it's fine. Yeah, but but I'm I'm the one. We're using my Google Docs account for Accurate. the podcast, so mm-hmm. suck it. I so guess. So my Twitter account that I like to follow is at Sato Zero, which is S A T T O U Zero, and mm-hmm. I love this account because. This guy is a Japanese artist. Uh, I know this based on the fact that uh, he types in Japanese and he posts art. (laughs) And all he posts are, like, these images of characters from different things, like, from different media, like, you know. And he even posts, like, he recently posted a a picture of the 10,000 yen bill... And, uh, uh, I see Akinator, yeah, Akinator yeah, like you name it, like just every, we got Brock from Pokemon. We got, I don't know who that is. The best one is still the Phoenix Wright one. Just everything. The Minecraft, Mine- Minecraft guy, boy. Yeah, just everything. Yeah. But a uh, Phoenix Wright, uh, Edgeworth and the judge, but he just posts all the stuff and, uh, sorry, one more tuxedo mask. <laughs> You're scrolling through at the same rate. Powerpuff Girls job. also related topic. 
And all Trigun, you got Trigun right and below all, it. The, the one below that is Final Fantasy VI. Oh my God, the squall is pretty good. And all he does <laughs> is post these pictures of this stuff, and the art is all—it's these things, but they're just the biggest <laughs> men. They're just—they have huge <laughs> shoulders. They're like there's one of Finn and Jake where they're so tall that they're in the clouds, and 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 Jake is so wide he takes up the entire frame of the picture. You can only see part of one of his chest muscles because he's so huge. And it's just like they're so funny. Like I, every time he posts something, it's a, an immediate like a retweet for me because it's so great. Uh, the, like there's one of Salt Bay that's super funny. Oh, and also as a related topic, they all have really tiny heads. So it's like gigantic yeah. shoulders, huge torso, often all equally big arms, but then the heads are like really tiny. And it's just a great art style and super funny. So. Big chins is another thing he does. Oh yeah, check him out. It's great. He's he's a hilarious account. And and Miko, you can take it yes, away. Yes. So uh, there is there's a rapper named DBS who has probably the best Twitter account in the entire fucking world. He's basically drill. He just uh yeah. So if you if you listen to the if you watch the San Andreas LP, uh, that was on for most of the first half of it in the user track player is his album DVTV, which is very good. It's probably my favorite album of 2015, actually. Oh, you mean 2015 through current. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite album that came out in 2015, sure, let's go. say. Uh, so I'm just going to give you a taste of a couple of these because they're really good. We'll start with the one that got me into it. Okay. 15th of June, 2015, 11.13 p.m. How am my phone going to tell me, want to text a landline? You can. 25 cents. Why don't I just dip a quarter in ketchup and swallow it if we're being wasteful? Yo. Nice. Yeah, that's that's what got me More. on board. Um Yes, so I'm just gonna go to current. I there was one I I told you to save that was so funny. I missed it. What was it? Do you do you have it? Just Let me try it. to find it really quick. It should only take me a second. Oh, this one's pretty good. This is a recent one. The juggalos are melting and merging together. Now they become oh, one. Now they're hardening. One thousand feet tall, the juggle addresses the crowd. <laughs> Did he ask for Fago? No. Uh here's here's the one I was looking okay. for. The doctor argues my let's let horses bite me until I am immune to their venom health strategy. But as his office fills with horses, only I remain calm. That's the one you told me about. Yep. I remember now. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's just, let's pick a couple of really recent ones, like today. Let's see here, uh, okay. So we just have a DBS Tweet of the Week? Uh, we could, we could do that, but I think that might be <laughs> a little too much, you know what I'm saying? Not bad. Because then, what do people need us for? They could just follow yeah. DBS, right? Uh-huh. Tips for if you are fishing and catch a magic wish-granting baby. One, cool, but I don't need to hear about it. Two, sick of your brags. Three, I got one too, you know. <laughs> okay, I got a, I have a two-parter for you. Oh, God. When I was a kid and I first learned about the hand-to-hand, I tried to carry out every transaction this way. Cashiers did not appreciate it. <laughs> Twelve years old with a folded-up dollar trying to shake hands with the cashier to buy a soda, and she just distracted from my palm with her fingers. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, one recent one also that I was quite a fan of. September 9th, 
How to flirt at the gym. Take sip of sports drink. Say to the lady, this could be you. Slyly letting her know she could also buy sports drink. <laughs> so yeah, he's really funny. He's he's. I think this is kind of went unsaid, but at Drill, D-R-I-L, is a wild Twitter account that pretty much everyone follows if they're cool. Yeah, like, everybody follows Drill. Everybody know, knows about Love That Goku. Somebody will probably mention, if if in an email, if we hadn't mentioned it here, they would probably mention that. But he's he's this is sort of like the urban Drill. That's how I would describe DBS. Yeah, this is like if Drill was a real person who ha- happened to have a really good rap album out on Bandcamp that you could purchase you for money. You can get it right now if you want. DVTV yeah. by DBS. DVTV is so we fucking We were not good. paid for this advertisement. All I know is that uh, I'm going to play it when we drive through Philadelphia and we're going to be fucking you screaming it at the top of our lungs. Yeah, Crilladelphia. Hey. 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 So, um, I think the podcast is over. I think you're right. I think we're just going to do it for us. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can email us about a topic, which is br- podcast at burndownthesandcastle.info. Podcast. At burndownthesandcastle.info. Try not to send me drill, because we know about drill. Don't worry about it. I mean, if you like drill, that's fine. I mean, if you like drill, that's cool. But like, everybody if you got a real funny drill, drill tweet, to... maybe, maybe if it's real funny, and you don't think I've nah. seen it, fuck you. At me. <laughs> at Rick Rolls Royce. <laughs> uh, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And this episode should be up a lot sooner than the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were having technical difficulties. Sorry about that. All right. We should be fine. Yeah, catch y'all next time. Goodbye. Peace out. Bye.